0: You're listening to Gloomwatch, an actual-play RPG podcast using the Monster of the Week system.
1: Between waking and sleep, the sun setting and the stars shining, there is a space not light or dark.
0: Twilight belongs to the restless dead, the selves that aren't there, those on the outside of the light reaching from the dark. Few can see into this shadowy space, and push back the unwelcome trespassers. This is the echo, the quickly fading picture, the memory of a dream upon waking that is the record of those few. The gloom watch goes to their duty, and we will try to remember them. In an ice-clad cave, a bare-metal desk sits bracketed by red glowing lights and outlined by the flickering, pale light of a computer screen. Words begin to appear on the screen. On the screen flashes a number and then alternates with a flashing word, the only sign of animation in this otherwise dark cavern. Three. 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 Apollo. Three. Three. Three.
2: Hey, everyone. I'm Muppet, and tonight I will be playing Morgan Roberts, your self-help self psychic from YouTube, and I will be using
3: the Spooky Playbook.
0: And I am Rake, your keeper of monsters and mysteries.
3: Hi, I'm Tane, playing Elena Olivares, your Advent Foundation legacy and part-time impulsive spooky wrangler, using the Initiate Playbook.
0: <laughs> I don't know about part-time, because where we left off, it's assumed that the spooky in question that needs to be wrangled is either in the trunk or possibly the back seat of a BW bug retreating from the parking lot of the Spectero Sheriff's Office. Outside, the only point of view observer to this event is Elena Olivatis, the aforementioned wrangler, who is standing there with a spear in one hand and a detonator in the other that is presumably linked to some sort of bomb in the, the sheriff's office behind her. Elena, I hate to put you on the spot, but would you like to give up being a mason?
3: Yes! Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What is the benefits of being a mason? No one's ever told me. But I do know what I'd like to do right now.
0: And what would you like to do?
3: I'm going to look at my quite handsome mansel in distress. I'm going to say, here, catch. I'm going to toss him the detonator that I'm holding in one hand, and then I'm going to draw my gun, and I'm going to shoot at the tires.
1: That
0: sounds a lot like acting under pressure to me.
3: Rolling under pressure. Complete with David Bowie. 11.
0: Okay, so on eleven, on an 11, you do what you set out to do, which was to stop the car, basically, or at least slow it down, right? Right. So you pull out your gun, and you shoot out the two rear tires of the, the bug, which starts to swerve a little bit, and the back end of it swings into a light pole. So it's sort of... Uh, spinning and squealing right now, uh, a lot of smoke issuing forth from the rear tires. And after catching the detonator, the sheriff says uh, he looks at he looks at the detonator in his hand, and then he looks at the the VW, and he and he bolts, he breaks away toward the sheriff's car. What do you do, Elena?
3: So you're saying the bug stop?
0: It's not like. It's not motionless. It's trying to break off the curb and off of this uh, light pole that it that it ran into. But at the moment, it is basically not, not traveling, if that makes sense. It does look like it can, you know, if it breaks free, it, it's going to be able to go somewhere, just not very quickly. Probably faster than you can run, though.
3: I'm a smart girl. I'm pretty. I am going to follow the sheriff toward his car, and I'm going to get into the passenger side, where I would okay. like, where I would like to uh, patch myself up. I, he's got to have a first aid kit in here somewhere.
0: Alright, how are you going to find the first aid kit?
3: I'm going to say, hey, Alvarez, where do you keep the first
0: aid? He drops the detonator in your lap, and he says it's in the trunk, as he throws the car into reverse and then pulls out in front of the bug that just starts bumping up into the side of the sheriff's uh, vehicle. He goes to get out of the the driver's side and uh, you see him reach for the empty holster at his hip. And then you hear him say, fuck, Morgan. Yes. It's very dark wherever you are. There's a little light coming in from cracks around you and you quickly realize that you're in a trunk, and then looking around at the empty Flamin' Hot Cheetos wrappers, you realize that you're in your own trunk.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Where is the box?
2: Probably with Metsley. <clears throat> I assume she, she was the last person to consciously be aware of the presence of the box.
0: Oh, where did you have it before you you uh, lost consciousness?
2: It was stuck under my arm.
0: Okay, so you don't have the box, and you're in your own trunk. What do you do?
2: Well, I know I keep my recording gear in here, so I'm going to look for my flashlight. Then I'm going to get my flashlight. I'm going to turn it on.
0: Okay, you you have a clear image of the 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 inside of the trunk now.
2: Yeah. Is the box in here with me? It is not. Okay. Uh, and then then I'm going to feel or uh, look for the trunk release. And I'm going to open okay. the trunk because I assume I'm not going anywhere. I don't feel like I'm moving.
0: Yeah. So you you pop out of the trunk. And you can see Elena on the... Okay, so you you see where the, the car is. Your car has taken some damage. There's a big cloud of smoke coming out of the rear, and it smells like rubber. It smells like burning tires. There's a bent light pole sort of wrapped over the the rear bumper. It's not enough to prevent you from getting out of the trunk, but it's, it's definitely caused some damage. And you can see Metzli through the, the rear window is... Sp- You see her slide over to the driver's side and start to open the door. Across the hood, you can see the sheriff's car is blocking the—you know—is basically T-boning your 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 car. You can see the sheriff standing there, um, looking—let's call it nonplussed. Uh, He's patting his belt, and it looks like he's getting ready to move. And on the passenger side of the sheriff's car. Um, is Elena, who you can see has blood uh, running down her face and looks like she's like a step away from uh, unconsciousness or worse. Elena, you see Morgan crawl out of the trunk as the sheriff uh, puts puts his hand into the car and says, "Give me, give me something."
3: I'm gonna hand you your ass here in a minute. Um, I will mutter.
0: Do you have the sheriff's ass on your inventory sheet? I don't think you have the sheriff's ass.
3: You don't know. She would like to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but she doesn't
1: have it. Yet.
3: This is horrifically bad. This is bad. I am going to hand Alvarez my 9mm.
0: So he takes it, he aims it across the the top, the roof of the uh, sheriff's car as Metzli exits the VW and he says... Stop! Get down! Put your hands over your over your head! What do you do, Lena? You have the detonator and a lot of wounds, and you were told the first aid kit is in the trunk.
3: Now is not really a good time for me or anyone else. However, um, I'm going to trust Alvarez to be able to take at least one good hit. And now that Morgan is visible, that's a little bit of pressure off. So I'm going to get out, go to the trunk... Probably discover it's locked, but I'm going to go for the first aid kit, Bob.
0: Okay, so you <coughs> you get out of the car and you go back to the trunk to, I guess you pop the trunk before you get out, right? There's a little lever by the steering column, right? and you head back to the to the truck to look for the first aid kit. You only have one health box left, if I recall correctly, and that would put make you pretty unstable. Uh, it would. Yeah, metaphorically and literally. So I want you to act under pressure.
3: All right. This is me rolling under pressure. Still with David Bowie.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
3: Ooh, that would be an 11. Five and five.
0: Okay, yeah, You as as you stand up from the driver's side, you feel like the world like spins a little bit. You just put your hand on the the roof of the car and steady yourself and you make it to the trunk without passing out. Morgan, you can see Metzli... Uh, like half freeze as the sheriff lifts up uh, a gun in her direction and shouts at her to stop. And you can see that her her face and you can kind of mentally calculate that or you, you can see the mental calculation that she's doing. What do you do?
2: Can I see where the box is?
0: You don't see the box.
2: But I want the box so I'm gonna look for it. Because <laughs> if she doesn't have it then that, that means she doesn't win.
0: <laughs> it's true, and at, so you start to look around, and um, and you don't see the box, but what you do see is what looks like a huge serpent, transparent and kind of pulsing with a green interior light, like you could see through its skeleton, that is wrapped around Metzley, and its little snaky head appears to be whispering in her ear with its tongue forked tongue flicking in and out and it seems to be emanating from a lump in her back like she's got you presume that maybe the box is tucked under her belt under her shirt what do you do
2: This is going to sound crazy. No, it isn't. But I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in whatever her plans are as she's doing her mental calculations. Um, I want to come around the driver's side and I want to, like, basically try to temporarily blind her with the flashlight by reflecting the light from the mirror into her eyes. If I do it right, I might be able to, like, poof that ethereal slimy snake off of her long enough to distract her does so that make sense
0: no you're you're okay so she's on the passenger side so that's what you meant right
2: i thought she was driving my car
0: she was and then the sheriff blocked her in and she had to slide over to get remember i said she slid over
2: oh right so yeah the passenger side sorry
0: that's right and so the part that i get lost in is you i get that you want to try to like first it's broad daylight it's very unlikely that your flashlight is going to blind her <laughs> Um, but assuming that, you know, ignoring that, you're trying to shine your flashlight into her eyes, basically? Yeah. And your goal is to, um, distract her, basically. Right. Yeah, the part that I didn't get was poofing off the serpent thing. How would the flashlight do that? I'm I'm open to, I'm open to whatever the answer is, I'm just curious.
2: I don't know, in my head, it's like shining a light and dispersing shadows.
0: Oh, I see hmm yeah
2: but i will take helping somebody out because <laughs> <laughs> clearly the sheriff is more
0: so you're trying to help out the sheriff basically
2: yeah basically
0: oh okay yeah i can see that all right uh so you can help out with cool uh typically you do this to help another hunter and although alvarez might meet that description from a narrative point of view he's not technically a hunter uh but you know it's all good go ahead and roll
2: well, if i buy time for elena
0: okay so could we say you're helping elena then
2: i would like to help elena by buying her some time to get her shit together
0: okay uh sure okay.
2: be a cucumber be a cucumber come on
3: fuck
0: five <laughs> five ding okay so you yes <laughs> ding <laughs> too bad it's not like uh world of warcraft where you just like suddenly glow gold and get all your hit points back right Um, but what does happen is you get in front of Metzli in order to, to, you know, shine your, your light either in directly into her eyes or by reflecting off the mirror. And instead of, uh, I think that you still sort of buy Elena time because what happens is she just grabs you and has you in a chokehold and basically puts you between her and the sheriff. But you level up, don't you? I do. Well, what you what do you want to do with that level up? I mean, it seems a little uh, tempo breaking to stop right here for a second while you figure that out, but it could be important. So, what do you think?
2: Well, chick, because there are two that would do real well right in this moment.
0: Yeah, what you thinking?
2: So, my options are that I'm looking at or take a spooky move and pick up big whammy, which allows me to kick some ass while using using weird instead of tough.
3: Nice.
0: That sounds pretty exciting. What, what are what are you uh, are you thinking about anything else, or are you just really thinking about that?
2: I am also thinking about getting a mystical library because how useful would that have been like five episodes ago?
0: Oh yes. So one of those is sort of like, do I want to get out of this specific jail free, or do I, or or should I think about the future, right? Uh, and then how many moves have you already earned before this? One. Oh, okay. So this is your second second level up, basically. Yeah. Well,
2: I don't. I don't know. We were just bitching about
3: this. A library would definitely be useful, but being able to use your plus three weird as opposed to your what negative one tough it's plus two. But
2: yes, I do have a negative to tough.
3: So there you go. Bitch is trying to choke you out. What you gonna do?
2: Vader was a stupid name, or Skywalker was a stupid name, anyway.
3: Let it flow, let it flow, come on with the dark side. Okay.
0: All right, what do you think, Muppet?
3: I think, narratively,
2: in this moment, I'm going to go with Big Whammy. Because I'm half-possessed, this is a bad situation, and I'm tired of being kidnapped. I am tired of being Daphne, okay?
0: Okay, and do you want to... uh use that right away basically
2: you know in the rule of cool yes
0: all right so talk to me about what happens how does it work what does it look like how is it unlocked for morgan this big whammy
2: in 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 that freeze frame moment in movies and tv shows where the main character sits back and reflects on all the stupid choices they have made that led them to their current situation Morgan actually thinks back to Stabby and how ignoring him the first time was a bad idea. And so she is going to try and make up for that by looking down at her hand, imagining this, like, vibrant lavender-violet color of, like, almost green energy, uh, uh, purple energy. And since it's broad daylight, she's like, well, if... My flashlight didn't work. This is going to, because it's going to feel like sand in her eyes, and she's going to reach back and try to slap Metzli in the face.
1: Okay. And put all
2: of that hate and anger and frustration and and fear into it.
0: Good. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Okay, so, Elena, you have a... you're look up from the trunk. You've got the first aid kit out. You're you're like, okay, here's some gauze. Here's some... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you know, antibiotic ointment. And as you're doing this, you glance up, still concerned about your friend and you hear the sheriff curse again. And you see Metzley has, has headlocked Morgan. And then you just see Morgan's hand come up. There is a purple flash of light. Uh, and you can see the purple, the glowing purple handprint on Metzley's face as she spins, uh, at a, in 180 degrees with her head as the axis and lands limp on the ground and then you see morgan like looking at her hand the sheriff says what the fuck just happened
2: good question hang on he I'm comes going-
0: over to you and he says hold on now you just now you just stay right where you are and his his gun is sort of wavering between you and the and Metzley, and he he leans down and and checks her pulse well she's she's alive and then he looks at the purple handprint, glowing handprint on her face he just shakes his head are you okay
2: i think so you might want to get the box from her before she wakes up just like don't
0: good idea leave into it he uh turns her over puts some handcuffs on her and pulls the slides the box out from under her belt and then he kind of just looks at it dubiously for a moment and then hesitantly hands it your direction. Elena, you get one health back from your first aid. She says it says one to three, so maybe I'm wrong.
3: One to three wounds improve when you receive first aid and later when you rest. Heal one when you do. I'm underst- I'm- I am confused by the wording. So do you get like one to three when you first receive first aid and then one if you rest after? No, 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 no. Or...
0: So are you reading moderate wounds? One to three harm will improve when your hunter has a chance to rest up?
3: Uh, I don't know. It's recovery. Zero harm wounds are considered healed right away.
0: Yeah, it's wounds between one and three that just go away when you rest up.
3: So technically I shouldn't be able to first aid myself because it says four plus harm wounds requires a healing move time in an infirmary or hospital or magical healing
0: for serious wounds first aid heals one harm but you're still unstable so basically you've given yourself some time but at this point you'll still be in critical condition uh until you get like real healing or and rest
3: cool so i'm at two health then
0: yeah so you have some time but not a lot
3: Okay, I'm just trying to keep myself honest. I don't want to.
0: Oh, fair enough. No no worries. So yeah, you you feel a step a step further away from death, but you're still on the road. Morgan, what are you doing?
2: I am going to go to my trunk.
0: Do you I'm take like... the Sorry, do you take the box?
2: I do take the box. Okay. <laughs> uh I am going Hello. To... <laughs> No. What <Off> the box? <laughs> <laughs> um I'm going to get some of my personal, mag- uh, <laughs> what I use for ritual magic twine and just basically wrap that box up so it stays closed so I don't tempt myself. And then I'm going to go,
1: Why she do this?
2: Because we have a long, long time to try and figure you out. And I don't trust you. I don't trust myself. And then I'm going to put the box on the top of the sheriff's car and check on Elena. <laughs>
0: She looks, well, Elena, how do you look?
3: I look tore up from the floor up. <laughs> there are burn marks and scorches on my clothing. Uh, most of me is covered in blood because <laughs> I've been blown up. I've been clawed, bitten, stabbed, I think. The only thing that hasn't happened to me yet today is I haven't been shot. <laughs> do I even want to know where you got... The like magical bitch slap from hell. And if you could do that, why didn't you do that in the first place?
2: I didn't know I could do that, Elena. I just didn't want to be the hostage again. It's not fun. I don't like doing it. But you do see, do you do see me like stop and, and look at my. I have that Grogu moment. You know what I'm talking about? With the droid and then. Yeah. And he just looks at his hand for a second going, did I do that? <laughs> okay, you're not dead yet. Metzli, I think, might not be dead.
0: Yeah, Or's you, you can see Alvarez is uh, on his radio. And you can hear, you can kind of hear Lila's voice from where, even from where you're standing. Yeah, where was Bart?
3: Passed
2: out in the parking lot, I
3: thought. <sighs> yeah, uh, he was just a few feet away from Metzli and uh, Morgan.
0: Doing what? I don't recall.
3: Laying there unconscious because I gently kicked his <laughs> ass and tied him up, I think, or handcuffed yeah. him, something.
0: So he's still there. Where you left him?
3: Go check on the viejito. Make sure he's still alive.
0: So while you're, you know, checking on things, uh, an ambulance pulls up. A number of uh, a deputy car pulls up. A state trooper pulls up. <laughs> Pretty soon, it is a circus of blue and red flashing lights. People are being put into ambulances with and without handcuffs. And uh, the sheriff is sort of standing there, uh, running his hands through his hair, looking at the box that you left on his roof. Uh, paramedics have come over and buzzed around Elena using the the bee dance that they use to tell each other where victims are and where whether or not they need opioids. And... Uh, I will say that you'll get another harm back, another health back, Elena, from better first aid, essentially. <laughs> but you're advised to go with them to the hospital.
3: I'm fine. I'll drive myself.
0: They don't I'm recommend gonna- that. There's an <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> argument. Skip to the end. You win. But uh, so what? what are you doing now? The sheriff's like, I don't know what to do with this. This fucking thing.
3: I think you should let us handle it.
0: Well, that has worked out so well up to now
3: you're still alive your station's still alive
0: <laughs> yeah oh i was only being half sarcastic
3: well if we could borrow a car
0: he throws you the keys or he throws you some keys and points to a, a white f-150 that you see parked at the end of the the lot might as well take mine it doesn't look like i'm going anywhere for a while <laughs>
3: First, we're going to check it to make sure it doesn't have any explosives on it.
0: He holds up a hand. I don't even want to know. If you get in trouble, call. I'll try to get there as quickly as I can.
3: Do you want us to bring you food and coffee?
0: Well, that's that's very kind of you, but I, I think uh, Layla's already put in an order with uh, DoorDash, so we're going to be here a minute, and while we're here, uh, we'll be okay. So you, you just go ahead and do what you got to do, and, and I'll do my job for a change.
3: Sounds good
0: you definitely need I I know that nobody can make you but I feel like if you don't get somewhere and get that att- attended to we're going to have bigger problems in this box at least in terms of your, your health Miss Olivares
3: yeah I'm going to get right on that
0: <laughs> he laughs
2: I'll make sure she gets to the hospital because <clears throat> I can guarantee you she does
3: not want to listen to me <laughs> for longer than 10 minutes
0: <laughs>
3: 10 is pushing it
0: alright so what are you doing
3: I'm going to head over to that F 150. I'm feeling a bit better.
0: Where are you going? You are feeling a bit better, but you're still unstable. So you're, you are likely to lose a health level in the next 30 to 30 minutes to an hour, unless I'm wrong. How many health levels do you, how many do you like damage thingies do you still have?
3: I'm right at four now. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I'm at, uh, I don't know. Math. If you were at six, then,
2: um, you're at four now.
0: Yeah, so you're just over the line of unstable. Okay, yes. So what do you want to do?
3: Morgan is locking all of her belongings into the back of the F-150. <laughs> We've got to secure that box. I don't even know where. Um, and I think I need to go see the doctor.
2: Yes. Yes, you do.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure my rib isn't supposed to be like that.
2: Well, right.
3: I'm listening, promise. Hold still for a minute. Why? What are you going to do? I don't think you can <laughs> slap me into a uh, better health. No,
2: no, no, nothing like
3: that. Just...
1: Lozu no, so can fix. Shh. Oh, so can fix she.
2: I have a whole bag of with your name on it. <laughs> uh,
1: just... Nozu so do not want shh. <laughs>
2: Just, Elena, turn around for a second. I want to try something. No! I am not going to bitch slap you into next week. I'm just gonna, like, ease the muscle pain. Maybe a little magic, but, you know, you don't know. I have a very bad feeling about this. I haven't tried to murder you yet. Yes, you have. Elena, stop arguing with me. Make me. I'm gonna grab her by the shoulders. i would turn her around.
3: She's gonna laugh, but then it's gonna turn into a groan
0: of pain. Okay. You turn around.
2: So... If I can do it to hurt, maybe I can do it to heal. I want to try and, like, fix some of Elena's problems. (laughs) Because I don't need her passing out on me while we're trying to drive. Yeah, okay. Is it it Um, possible to, like, push my energy into her and soothe her injuries?
0: Sure. I guess use magic?
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is so weird. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Oh, now you work with me, fuckers.
0: (laughs) That's good. I was worried you were going to fail, actually. Uh, That's good. So you gain health back. You feel Morgan sort of massaging your back and some of your wounds and uh, warmth spread through you. You look down you see a little glimmer of Purple light sort of dissipate into the air. You you should be now at stable, right?
3: I am. With three wounds. Yeah, you know, that's kind of okay. I don't think I'm going to shoot you for that. Gee, thanks. <laughs> but only just. What the hell happened? I leave you outside for one minute. Well, she was choking me. She didn't even ask me for my safe word. That was kind of
2: rude. Not that I have one, but... I'm on the internet. I know things. More
3: information that I wanted to know.
1: Those who say for it more...
3: More information than I wanted to know. Okay, is it is it wrong of me? But I kind of dig Lozu. I think he's great.
0: So you're, I'm not going to address that. But uh, what what's your plan? What are you doing?
3: Can we go to the hospital now? Yeah, I don't think I really need to go. Let's let's figure out <laughs> what to do with the box. I hate you so much. Right now. Hey, I don't have the greatest insurance, all right?
1: Lozu can fix self care system.
3: <laughs> I'm sure you could, buddy. I really am sure you could. I could what? Uh, so we're going to your house, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could fit you into my apartment. Yeah, sure, let's go see if my house is rigged to explode. I she can't
2: have been that creative. We also still have a body. Should we tell the sheriff
3: about that? wait, wait. But...
0: Oh,
3: crap. Liam's body is on my porch, remember?
0: No, but I believe you.
3: Uh... He died sort of uh outside of my house right before we went to the sheriff's. So we dragged his body behind my, my gated porch thing. And so <laughs> presumably he's still there. <laughs> or there's a very confused UPS guy.
0: <laughs> is this porch is this is this corpse gonna have a glitter bomb in it? Because I'm not falling for that again. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, um, I don't know, you call him over. He's your boyfriend. Not yet. I haven't even asked him out yet. <sighs> okay. Hey, Alvarez, nosotros tenemos que hablar contigo.
0: <clears throat> what?
3: Come here, we need to talk to you. Even white girls speak Spanish.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not good with languages.
3: Uh, we have a small
0: problem. Oh, We're- really?
3: You're shocked, I can tell. Uh, we need to go by my house real quick, and, uh, I just realized there's probably a body on my porch.
0: Um, I'll be over as soon as I can.
2: Great, thanks. At least we don't have to worry about Liam on the bright side.
0: Uh, well, that's a bright side. So, are you sure that we don't need to call Dr. Fisher, uh, I can just get Mina to come out? Or, you say body, just like, uh... Let the bodies hit the floor situation, or. Okay,
3: totally out of character. I don't remember how we killed him. I do. Out of character. I'll
0: how did say we it. Kill him?
3: Uh, I showed him
2: the box and he ripped out his own heart and dropped it in there and then died as Lozu ate his soul. Oh, right. There's
3: not a lot of coming back from that. <laughs> but
2: he, he looked, like, very two-faced going on.
3: <laughs> Had a slight Harvey Dent look.
0: Right, right. Okay, good. So does that inform your answer to the sheriff?
3: You know that movie with the guy with the knives on his hands? It was, like, a janitor or something.
0: Edward Scissorhands?
3: Uh, no, where he he was, like, all burnt up and stuff. Looked like a hot dog in the microwave oh, for too oh. long. Oh, you mean... Darkman? You, uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that one. Uh... Last we looked, he looked like that, and he ripped his own heart out and dropped it in the box.
0: So, Mina, then. All right. I'll be there as soon as I can. It doesn't sound like it's urgent, though, so just don't touch it, and uh, we'll we'll deal with it.
3: Okay. We just thought you should know.
0: Yeah. I appreciate all of your help. He doesn't really.
3: Okay, we're going to go now. Thank you for the borrow of your truck. Let's go. Cool. Bye. And I'll hop into
0: the past you
3: sneak via the We're going to need it. And I guess we're going to Elena's house. Okay. Assuming it's still there.
0: Yeah, it is still there. The bo- You check you check, and the body is still there.
3: And then we're going to like steal- SEAL Team 6 style investigate to make sure my house isn't
0: rigged. Well, on your way in, wh- when you glance over at Liam's body, Morgan, you hear Lozu and he says, One more.
3: Um, I'm
2: sorry, what? One more what?
1: One more. Find Lozu one more and I be free. Lozu friend help you get one more. Free your friend.
2: My friend? What friend?
1: You hurt Lozu feeling. She Lozu friend. Are we not friend?
2: Yeah. Wait. Okay. Keep your question. Can you repeat the... The phrase without the accent? Because I want to make sure I, I heard that right.
0: <laughs> Which phrase?
2: The the blank lozu friend phrase that you just said.
0: I I he I think he was just saying, are we aren't we friends? We're friends, right?
2: Oh, oh I get it. No, okay, we're good. Sorry.
3: Hey Havana. Do you have a safe? Doesn't everyone? No. He opened it. Well, first is my house. Rigged to explode.
0: <laughs> You don't find any signs that there are explosives in the house. It does take a while to figure that out, but after a pretty thorough search, you are somewhat confident that there aren't any bombs here.
3: I cautiously go into my own house, (laughs) and step by step, room by room, checking as I go, I will take her toward the safe.
0: All right, what do you want to do?
3: I want to put the box wrapped in twine into the safe
2: so that way i can help elena come up with a plan to figure out what the fuck is this go <laughs> what's with the box
0: why right, you put you put the box in the safe then what do you do
2: i'm going to write i'm going to go into her kitchen pull out my notebook and start writing down the vision i had when i first put blood in the box i want to try and just like gather all the information we have amassed so far and put it into an
3: organized manner
0: all right While well, Morgan is writing notes elena are you doing anything
3: i'm gonna order out from peking express and pour myself a very large drink that i'm gonna read over her shoulder because everybody loves that
0: you're ordering out from where now
3: peking express it's part like payway and part panda express it's not nearly as good as either one of them
0: okay so those things are accomplished. You write down everything you can remember about your vision, Morgan. And what else did you want to try to, to do?
2: Um, inform Elena about things and try to make a plan. Okay. Okay. So, Lozu, snakes, sacrifice. Now, don't be weirded out. <laughs> Please don't shoot me. I'm not evil. I promise. <laughs> but he said that he just needs one more and then he'll be free. I I can only assume that he meant another sacrifice and then he'll be free, like full-on sacrifice, like Aztec atop the temple sort of thing. Because he said it when we passed Liam's body.
3: So it's still talking to you.
2: Well, I was holding the box. That's why I asked if he had safe to see if I put it in a box Put that box in a different box and get away from it if I'll still hear him. I don't hear him now.
3: Okay, and can can you remind me of what your vision was?
2: Uh, so there was like this song, and, and there were multiple voices, and there were drums. kind of sounded like it was chanting. Don't ask me what kind of language it was, because I am fluent in the internet and bad English. Uh, and then, I don't know, the... In in my head, it turned like kind of like swamplands, and there were a circle of like humans
3: and not humans. What do you mean when you say not humans?
2: I don't know. There was like this giant beaked bird, but the the beak kind of looked like an axe head, you know. And then in the bushes, there was an even like bigger demon bear that would make you know a Tibetan Mastiff look like a puppy Chihuahua. It's just it was crazy. And then there was like this saber cat, but was it like a saber cat like we think it is? And then there was like half man, half gorilla, which was real weird. And then there were like crab ish looking things. I don't know, I didn't they they weren't really clear because a lot of these were like dancing in and out of the shadows of like the background and the firelight.
3: Have I heard of anything like this? Any like stories or legends that that's in keeping with her visions.
1: Hmm.
0: So in this context, I guess you can roll investigative mystery.
3: Can I use that old black magic instead?
0: What does that move do?
3: That old black magic. When you use magic, you can ask a question from the investigative mystery move.
0: Well, you're not using magic, are you? I mean, no. I'll give you the option to uh, to do that if you want to, but t- you have to describe what you're doing.
3: No, I'll just, I'll go ahead and use, uh, I will go ahead and Investigate a mystery the normal way. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. I remember one more thing about it. Okay, what? There was, like,
2: the outline of a ginormous, like, could take on a T-Rex-sized snake, rising up, like, ethereally, and dancing and weaving in through the dancers. It was kind of cool. Like, if I could CGI that shit and dis- and show you, it would be amazing. But I
3: record. I don't create. <laughs> Hair. everything she just said hurt me so elena's sitting on like the bar stool at the kitchen counter next to you <clears throat> and as she's reading over your shoulder and looking over your notes she's going to adopt a certain kind of posture like her shoulders hunch forth she starts swinging her legs between the stool legs and she gets this kind of glazed bored look on her face you you know the look you see students wearing it all the time when they wish they were anywhere else but in class. And she's going to fiddle with her rosary and try to remember uh, some of the lectures that she had during her training. And she is going to try to re- see if she can remember anything about this or anything even similar to it. Now I'm rolling the sharp. Eleven, you can look at my dice. They have finally forgiven me for you.
0: <laughs> okay. So on 11, you hold two and you could ask one of these questions. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What could it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What's being concealed here? And I will answer those questions in the context of the information that you're working with.
3: What sort of creature is it?
0: So the thing that sort of triggers your memory and knowledge is part of the chant. Morgan, um gave it to you as best as she could remember it, it kind of sounded like a bunch of nonsense words but as you start trying to parse it trying to figure out if you can tell what it is you know right away it isn't latin and the chant the specific part of the chant that you think you understand goes on jna ingaño sonde tizo. on jina ingaño I am the strength of the world is saying. I am the strength of wisdom is saying. And you know that that is a very loose translation because it sounds a bit like ancient Mayan, but it isn't. It's like certain Germanic words, certain Latin words sound like something in English, but they're not the same word. That to you sounds sounds like an abjuration. And it strikes you as pretty obvious at this point that this creature is a what the Advent Foundation would categorize as a demon, but what an ancient people, someone older than the Mayan Empire, might consider a god. So in a way, it's kind of a demon god. It's old. It's powerful, it was worshipped at some point, and in this vision that Morgan had, it seemed like it was being both worshipped and sacrificed.
3: Ooh, I only have one question left, so that's tough. Okay, hey Muppet. Yes? I only have one question left that I can ask, because I gotta hold two. Do I go straight, in my opinion, it is a demon, so do I go what can hurt it, because my job is to send it back to the fiery pits of hell where it belongs, or... And, I don't know, our darling keeper would have to adjudicate this, but what is being concealed here might give it give us its whole name so that we can learn more about it. What do you think? Damn. I'm leaning toward Hurt It. I don't know, I like concealed here because that is, you know, like... Well, if we learn more about it, then we hold power over it. Right.
2: And it doesn't want to tell me its name, but that doesn't mean you can't help me parse out its name. Like, knowing how to hurt it does us some good, but... Hurt it enough and you kill it. Right. Which sets it free. Or does it? I don't know. I would go with concealed here, but I'm a nosy Nancy.
3: Okay. Then I think we've arrived at our choice. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: I have an intelligence of eight. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Sorry,
3: Travis. Please don't spite me. After discussing this with my colleague, we have chosen What's being concealed here?
0: So, in the ritual that Morgan described to you, the thing that that strikes you as the most interesting aspect is that this this particular Entity, though part of the ritual was not the focus of the ritual, and there were a group of other entities also involved. It occurs to you that these demons, these gods, were not being worshiped, they were being bound to the service of something else. So, this Lozu is not a free agent. What do you do with that information, Elena? I
3: I cannot believe that I am about to say this, but do you think he feels up to having a conversation? I
2: don't know. He really likes chatting to me. But I think that's because I bled
3: into him. That just sounds gross. Yeah, we're going to have a talk about that once we deal with this.
2: I'm sorry! Just, it it, it, it didn't seem
3: like that bad. Stop. Stop. This is a discussion for another time, I think. I, need, I think we need to talk to it. And no, we're not giving it any more bits, bobs, or whatever. Can you contact it from where you are, or do you actually have to be in possession of the box? Uh,
2: well, you know, I never tried. Um, Without the box. I mean, going full Charles, I'm going to put my fingers to my temple. I want to try and reach out with my little brain and see if I can... Make a connection with Lozu from where I am.
0: You know that you can, actually. You've done this kind of thing before, but it will it will give you specific information about Lozu, but it won't let you communicate.
3: Okay, we need to pull it out of the safe. So we'll go and do that.
0: All right, you go open the safe. The box is there, along with whatever other interesting things Elena keeps in her safe.
3: Her taxes, the deed to the house stuff like that. Her baptismal certificate. What do you do? You get the box. I will put down the salt circle. Are you going to break it this time? Depends on whether you need my foot up your ass or not. Good retort. I'll accept that.
0: So you want to talk to Lozu, right, Morgan? Yeah. So, <laughs> See, you put your hands on the box, and what do you do? Those who like candy.
2: I am going to calm myself, center, focus my mind, and I'm going to speak al- aloud as the same as I do in my head. And I'm going to say, "Okay, things are rocky, but I am Morgan Roberts, and I wished to speak to you without the riddles. Can you do this? Riddles." When I asked your name before, you gave me part of it. And I understand that came from me. But is there a way you can communicate with both of us without her having to offer? Or do you need me to, for you to speak through?
1: She has to touch the box.
2: Elena, you're going to hate all of this. But come, we're going to sit by the lovely turquoise colored lamp. That is an ugly lamp. And we're going to hold hands... And we're going to touch the box so that way you can hear him and I don't have to play
3: megaphone. Uh, Give me a second. Like a Skype call. (laughs) First, Elena is going to um, put like a $15 tip in an envelope and a note that says, please leave food on the. Oh, shit. We have a problem, Morgan. Hmm. We're expecting dinner. I told them to bring it to the house. That means they're going to come on the porch.
2: No, 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 no. Put it on the door on the outside. And say, leave it on the, like, little front step
3: you have, sort of.
2: Don't come into the gate. Good point.
3: So I tape the envelope with a note saying, leave the containers outside of the gate. By the corpse? No, on the outside. <laughs>
0: no! You leave a note that says, ignore the corpse, leave the food.
3: Yes. No, wait. Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave a note on the outside of the gate, the little gate and it's gonna have the tip and instructions just to leave the food there okay that way we're not interrupted and nobody has to see the body and then i will join her against my will
0: okay so you're gonna touch the box elena
3: i don't want to but i'm gonna go ahead and do it
0: you do it it doesn't You expect something sinister and terrible to happen, but you just feel smooth wood.
3: All right. But I have my spear close at hand, just in case it tries something shady. Okay. And
2: we are connecting to each other, not in a weird way, throwing that out there. Okay. I am Morgan
3: Roberts. This is my friend Elena.
1: What she name?
3: Elena, introduce yourself. I think we did this part once before, but you might remember me as Elena.
1: Not whole name.
3: I will make you a deal. I will give you my last name if you give me the rest of yours.
1: Why does she want my
3: name? We have stories about you that you are the um, de- a demon. But from what I can piece together, you are not acting on your own, and I want to know... Who has you bound or what? It must be powerful
1: to keep you. It must be old. But why does she want a name?
3: It might help us to help for you without
1: sacrifice.
3: Without hurting anyone.
1: You want to help Lozu? Perhaps. You will promise to help Lozu if... I give I name.
3: I promise to return you to where you belong.
1: <laughs> she is tricky.
2: She does she it with me she all the time.
1: Plays riddles with Lozu.
2: Understand we are cautious cuz your other helpers have all done bad and we don't want that.
1: <laughs> Lozu will give you I name if she promises to Go where she belong, or she give us she name. Then, fair trade.
2: Morgan looks over and around the box as if she's sitting behind somebody in class and gives Elena the look. And you know what look I'm talking about,
3: Tane. My name is Elena Catalina Emilia Martina Luciana Olivares.
1: (laughs) She name too long. I, Lozu Pital, I slave of Ilzei trickster, but Lozu want f- to be free, need to break bond, do not want to serve Ilze masters.
3: Who or what are the Ilze?
1: <sighs> Ulak, come long ago, make trick. Trick Queen, tell about Akhtana Baal. World is ending, Ulak frightened. Take all gods, make sacrifice, but no hoktul lie. He trick the trickster, and darkness come. World end. Those who need one soul, one sacrifice. To be free. No more slave to ill say.
3: Is there any other way to free you? Do not know. If your master were to die, if if the one that keeps you chained dies, would that free you,
1: you think? <laughs> Cannot kill moon. Cannot kill sun. Cannot kill time. Cannot kill Hate. Cannot kill darkness. Cannot kill ill say.
3: If you were to become free, what would you do? Where would you go?
1: Away. There is no freedom. World is end. Just do not want to be food for Akdana Baal.
2: You get any questions? Nope, nope. You asked my two questions.
0: (laughs) uh why don't both of you investigate a mystery or actually the one that you elect choose which one of you to do and i would prefer not to base it off of your sharp just decide who wants to roll
3: i would say morgan because she has a connection to this thing so if something happens to him it might happen to her If she's still alive but what do you think kid i mean it makes the most sense to me you are a spooky and this is some spooky shit Right, it, it's gone past spooky and straight into sketch.
2: <laughs> well, I thought sketch was the the first step, and then it became spooky. But you know, I'm, I'm open I've to... it both ways. <laughs> so, do I roll investigative mystery? Sounds like it. Okay, do I actually add my sharp? You do. Okay. Uh, all right then. So six and six is twelve. Plus one is thirteen.
0: Okay. Um, like, I'm client. not
2: touching my dice, so if you want to come look at it. I believe you. It.
0: No, I believe you. So, you can see the list there. You get two.
2: Like, but we've already asked that question. But now there's a new evil thing.
0: There's a, a different context, for sure.
2: Hold on, Keeper. I would like to consult my partner. <laughs> i phone in a friend here. Like, my first question would be, what sort of creature is it?
3: But we, like... What are we talking about here? Well, why would you want to ask that? What are you tr- what information are you trying to get?
2: Okay, so so the information I wa- I would like to know is what is the Akhtana uh Ba'al? or what however he pronounced it. I am terrible. I just butchered that. <laughs> uh what does he mean when he says the world is ending? Like is it imminent? Do we have some time to maybe try and stop it? Like, um, what are th- the say There's just... Can we trust it? That's another one. An input?
3: <sighs> so maybe, what is happening here instead of happened? Could that be... Could we modify the question that way? And, uh, I'd go, what's being concealed? What is being hidden from us? I think those are
2: reasonable questions. No, Keeper, can I modify a question?
0: Mm, not really, but... <clears throat> I'll you know, if you give me the the interpretation that you want, I'll try to spin it in that direction.
2: Okay, so uh, I guess the, the first and easy question is what what is being concealed here? Like, unraveling his story to make it make sense in my brain.
0: <laughs> right. So the thing that kind of makes your heart stop beating and your blood run cold is that he didn't say that the world was ending. He said that the world ended which to you has some kind of blood-curdling connotation, there is a moment in which you remember a person named Morgan Harper. And this other Morgan looked identical to you, but had slightly different parents and grew up in a different place. And that's when you realize what he means by the world ended. What is being concealed here is that you do not live in the world. You live somewhere else. Need any clarification there?
2: So, more like mirror dimension level of like this is a mirror universe or this is a parallel timeline?
0: That's not something that you could suss out the answer to based on the information that you have. But what information you have tells you that you are not the only Morgan that has ever existed and that Everything that is happening now has potentially happened before and that the world that you live in now is a a version of, the, of a world that is gone because it ended. And there is an implication at the end that the world that you are in now is also over. And you do detect that Lozu is aware of this. He says there is no way out. There is only a moment of freedom because the world is over. I think that adequately just uh, answers that question. What's your other one?
2: This is, I, mm, I, I guess, what happened or what ha- what is happening here, if I could word it that way.
0: To you, what seems like happened is that whatever this Akhtana Baal entity is, was empowered by the offering of all of these gods demon god things, one of which was Ilze, which seems to be the tribute-taking master of Lozu. And you recall that among the different things that you saw, there was a something that looked like a giant bird, and you remember the stone the green stone that you found in the hearth of the shake house chimney was in the shape of a giant bird skull so it occurs to you as what happened is these spirits demons or gods or angels whatever they were considered at the time were offered up to whatever this other thing was and that essentially ended the world and that the the spirit that you're in communication with now clearly has some knowledge of that because it was a a subject of Ilze, the trickster, and that he wants out. He doesn't want to be a part of what has happened, even though he understands that any freedom, any momentary freedom is illusionary. He wants that over oblivion and that his desire for sacrifice is to gather the necessary power to break free of its bondage so with all that in mind what do you do well
2: that's a chunk of lore isn't it
0: right and what are you gonna do with that lore
3: so, so i guess the, the next question i have is are we going to help him not sacrificing us another soul no but if we can find a, another way around it Possibly, I just don't want it running around free, fucking people up. Well,
2: it's already said that it doesn't want to be here, wherever here is. So maybe if we release it, it'll go away and stop it. <laughs> and you don't know any other way to be freed, Morgan asks Lozu.
1: <laughs> no, Lozu, owned by Ilze. Ilse. Owned by Actana Baal.
2: That that last thing, what what is it? It is
1: other world eat world. It nothing. Consume all. It's come from not here. So what do you do?
0: Uh I will say that as you're, you know, standing there with this box, touching it, remembering, you know, getting its It's answers to your questions and uh, having a attempting to have a conversation with this Lozu and remembering your encounter with the hand and your vision of the ritual that as you're looking at the box and looking at the carvings on it, you can see that the box itself has that, those iron decorations. It looks like it is carved from one piece of wood but there is a raised uh, symbol of, or a depiction of a serpent on the lid. So you've never really taken a good look at it before, but you've been standing here you know, sort of looking at it the whole time so you would have noticed at least that much. So what are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm going to take a picture of the box just, just so I
3: have a picture of it.
0: Okay, you do that.
3: Well, like, like one of the things that I want to know: if we free Lozu, what does that mean? And I don't. And I just I want to know if there's any other way, but another soul, or if freeing him would weaken the master that enslaved them in the first place, and what the fuck is going on, dude?
0: Well, um, Morgan did ask Lozu. Is there any other way? And he said, well, he said no. That doesn't mean there isn't any other way. But clearly Lozu doesn't know of another way. As far as the what the fuck is going on thing, like that's not a question that I can answer or anyone really. Right. <coughs> so you have the information you have. If you want to seek out more, you need you'll know, you'll need to do something to, to, to accomplish that.
3: I feel a research trip coming on. Okay. Hey, Elena. What? Do you remember that
2: stone that we got from the Rylanders' placed.
3: The green one that was in the fireplace or yeah. near the fireplace. Yeah, it's in my bag. Go get it. I would have to break the circle. You can step over the salt. Just don't move it. I will go get the the green stone thing.
0: Yeah, which is in several pieces, if I recall.
3: I'll still go get them, and I still bring them back. I mean,
0: yeah, you do that. You bring back the several pieces of the stone.
3: This is what you wanted.
2: Why? Yeah, put it down. Um, and, and try to fit it together. I will try to do
3: that, and I will try to hold it together.
0: Yeah, it's easy, it's easy enough to do. It goes together just like it did before, and it forms the shape of a sort of, um, hooked beak bird skull.
2: I want to ask Lozu, does this, do you recognize this at all?
1: Yes! Okay. He's aqua.
2: So, like, you- you knew him, or at least of him? Yes. And if we help you, and not sacrifice, but find a different way, and you'll you'll be free, where will you go?
1: Don't know. We'll go where
0: pain will fix. So, got any other questions? Gonna do something? What's the plan here, guys?
2: I have no other questions at the moment. This
3: is a lot to process, and I'm not sure what to do with it all.
2: Thank you for helping us... We're going to, I'm going to at least do my best to help you. No more people, though. <laughs> Please?
1: What she mean, no more people?
2: I'm going to try and find a way to free you that doesn't involve sacrifice. Murder's not really my thing.
1: Not murder. Sacrament. Give me Elena Olivares.
0: And Elena, you can hear Lozu's voice. This is not a tight broadcasts and you know you see morgan scrunch up her face and like no i would never do that kind of way but then you see morgan's hand raise up and start to glow purple which is where we're stopping for now
3: oh my god (laughs) this is going so very wrong so very fast okay i see how this
0: is (laughs) so thanks for listening
3: thank you and we hope you enjoy thanks for coming out bye bye guys bye
0: Credit to Michael Sands, the creator of the Monster of the Week role-playing system. If you're interested in the game, check it out at EvilHat.com. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for use of his performance of The Dance Macabre in our intro and outro music. If you like what you heard or have feedback you'd like to share, feel free to review us wherever you can, or email us at gloomwatch at googlegroups.com. For show notes and other random bits, visit our website at gloomwatch.com. Good day, evening, or
1: afterlife. We'll meet again in the next episode.